tough times in T-Town. If you are a local soccer fan in Tulsa, been a past hard past couple weeks. Roughnecks and Tulsa Athletic. I've got Matt Seltzer on. We're, we're going to talk about the last couple of matches, the Tulsa Swope Park match, Tulsa Athletic, Dallas City. What we're going to talk about, come on in. It's group therapy. We'll, we'll discuss it all. We've got Confed Cup, the Miracle in Cincinnati. Get ready. It's another exciting episode of Tornado Eye Sock Podcast. Thanks for joining me today on Tornado Soccer Podcast. Your host, Roger Graham. BGN.FM. You can find the podcast there. Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes. Subscribe. Give us a like. Whatever it is that'll help us get some exposure. I appreciate it. Thanks for all the retweets on Wednesday, I believe. I think it's Tuesday. Anyway, I appreciate everyone get out there and getting involved with retweets. I really appreciate it. Josh Fior is the winner of the retweet contest. Unfortunately, was not able to come on tonight. He is out of town, so we'll get him on next week, and we'll also discuss, um, I believe we've got maybe some uh, collaborations with uh, some of the, the soccer podcasts in Oklahoma City. We'll, we'll kind of get into that when as it gets closer, and we'll have some announcements on that as it gets closer, like I said. Anyway, I've got Matt Seltzer on. He is going to co-host, and we're going to talk about everything going on soccer-wise in Tulsa. Uh, Been been a tough past couple weeks if you are a fan of Tulsa soccer. We're going to get into all that and and break it down. And also, we're going to talk some Confed Cup, uh, how we're just Germany is just going to beat everybody in soccer. It's fine. Whatever. (laughs) We'll talk about all that. So, uh, without further ado, I'll have Matt come on and, and we'll talk some shop. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, the podcast this week, and we had so many retweets. This guy didn't win the retweet contest, by the way, but he came in in a close second. We'll, we'll go with the second. We have a goalkeeper for Back That Pass Up, very not uh, a lesser-known USASA rec league team uh, here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. We have Matt I am the Liquor Seltzer on to talk some soccer today matt what's going on dude oh hey roger how's it going hey man did you guys win tonight uh we took a loss tonight but uh we're looking to bounce back next thursday nice uh obviously you guys will be uh, trying to get into the uh u.s open cup right uh well we're a co-ed team so. <laughs> is there a co-ed u.s open cup is that is there such thing well i'll That's not- uh, we'll talk to Sunil Galati about it. Right? We'll, we'll see if he can uh, work, work some magic there. Good word for me. <laughs> well, uh, Matt, thanks for joining me this evening. And, man, we've got so much soccer to talk about. We've got Confed Cup. We've got, I'm, I'm sorry, the Germany Cup. I mean, the Confed Cup. We have uh, Tulsa. We have Monarchs coming to town. Uh, let's And let's just talk about, uh, I don't know, real quick, how Germany is better than everybody else in the game of soccer, right? Uh, it's not really fair. It's no. uh, <laughs> it's Germany's game, and we're all just playing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Angela Markel, she's running the world right now. Yeah, we're, we're just kind of playing second. We're just hoping for second place, right? 
Yogiolo is really running the world. That's just what he does, I guess. <laughs> yes, man. Uh, a little bit of a surprise watching uh, Mexico get beat. So I'm not sure if I was really surprised. They, I thought they could hang a little bit better than a four-one, even especially with their first team, Chicharito, Dos Santos, all those guys out there. And then for them to just Germany made it look so simple, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, this is a Germany. C or D team. There's mm-hmm. no no Mesut Ozil, no Manuel Neuer, and they're putting four past probably the best team in CONCACAF. Uh, I mean, you've got guys like Timo Werner. Uh, I mean, the guy is like lighting it up. Mm-hmm. Bundesliga, he is something else. Um, of course, you can't overlook Chile. Yeah. They had a really good tournament. Arturo Vidal and Alexis Sanchez and uh, Claudio Bravo. Something about that guy when he puts on a Chile jersey. Complete 180 from when he puts on his Manchester City jersey. I don't get it. Yeah, that's probably good news for you, though, as a Man U fan, right? Yeah, it's great. I mean, I, I hope they re-sign him a five-year contract. I lost that. You know, as an Arsenal fan, uh, uh, your other goalkeeper does the same thing. Um, I went blank on his name. Uh, Ospina. Ospina, thank you. Thank you. I was like, uh, we always yell it when, <laughs> when the other goalkeeper's out there. But anyway, yeah, same thing. They put that Chile jersey on. All of a sudden, it's like Sunday Tiger Woods out there, man. They're, it's like, what the heck? Where did this guy come from, right? Well, we saw the other guy. I mean, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's going to be a good final. Uh, obviously, they went to penalties with Portugal yesterday. Portugal, I mean... They have decent players, I'll tell you what, outside of Cristiano Ronaldo, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, that guy's a different class, but Charisma, Bernardo Silva, those guys, uh, you know, they're not half bad players. No. Uh, yeah, and they kind of play in the shadows of CR7, but, you know, when I you remember, have such a good, you know, superstar like him, it's hard to kind of rise I, above, isn't it? I remember it was, uh, I think it was their game against... Who was it? I don't know, but uh, they were on a break. Mm-hmm. Right, the guy was just looking around. He's like, "It's just a habit to pass to Cristiano." And I mean, come on, man, put it away, you know. But I think it's just a habit from them. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of it's one of those things. It's like the Thunder with uh, Russell Westbrook to a lesser degree. That'd you, be have, like that. you know, you have one guy who scores a crap ton of points that puts a bunch of you know balls in the back of the net, in in uh, CR7's case, and. It's almost they feel, oh, man, I'm being selfish if I take a shot here, you know, even though uh, there were some good goals by, you know, the other supporting cast with uh, with Portugal. And, yeah, it's uh, – I don't know. I guess that would be pretty intimidating. Same thing if I was on the same team with Messi. It's like, hey, I should be probably passing it to the world's greatest player over there. But, hey, you know, you're, you're not half bad yourself if you're playing international yeah. and playing for some of these uh, higher-level teams. Maybe a little bit different in Argentina because I mean Sergio Aguero mm. playing is a little different class. It is what it is. And yeah. They are European, so I mean they're definitely not a half bad team. No, uh, no, not at all. Uh, when they put that first those first team players in, it's it's not going to be fair. Mm. It's just I mean, you look at what this C team is doing to. And if they win the Confederations Cup, I don't think anybody would be surprised at this point. Yeah. Probably a complete team out there. I mean. 
Yeah, I mean, there, it's it's like the it's like top three teams are Germany's first team, Germany's second team, Germany's third team, and then Spain, and then I don't Argentina. know Argentina after that. <laughs> I mean, it's fourth string. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. If if they had if Germany could split up into three teams, the, the all three of those teams would be the top three teams in the world. It's it's nuts. It's absolutely unfair, but. It is what Those it guys. is, and maybe maybe we're sitting here building them up, and then Chile is going to knock them off. So who knows? Hey. Hey, those guys are all what, 22, 23, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's not just this isn't just going to stop after the World Cup next year. We've got four and five more years of this stuff to go. So oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it's, it's going to be fun, right? <laughs> and oh you know, yeah, you got twenty eighteen and twenty twenty. Two and then probably 2026 and until the world ends i'm sure germany will be competing at in the world cup at the highest level producing kids from labs labs and stuff but yeah it certainly seems that way well let's bring it back to some more local news here uh speaking okay. of german we the only german to score or the only player i guess to score the other night in a very thrilling thrilling u.s open cup match between fc cincinnati and the chicago fire uh, bastian feinsteiger was the only fire player to score in the pks because hildebrandt was standing on his head as taylor twelman said fire extinguisher man that guy oh man he yeah that's a good name <laughs> i oh. think he might have worked himself up to an mls contract i don't know man but you may not have to, you may not have to go anywhere. He may just stay where he's at, you know. <laughs> that he plays their cards right. Who knows? Uh, do you, in your opinion, do you feel like that game or that match helped USL's cause, or do you think it more more or less helped Cincinnati's cause as a legit competitor for the uh, MLS MLS expansion? Oh man, that's got to be that's got to go for FC Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. They, they put the second highest open cup attendance ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like? Thirty-two thousand people. Yeah, unreal. There's not thirty-two thousand people in my hometown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Same, <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, obviously, beating uh, one of probably the best team in MLS right now, mm-hmm. if not the second team. Uh, what can you say? These are, these are USL guys on a couple hundred bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, maybe not FC Cincinnati, but you know, uh, beating guys on several grand a month, you know, sure. But, uh, I mean, it's probably, I mean, everyone sees Cincinnati as I guess, hopefully the next big thing is they definitely deserve it. Mm-hmm. They're second division soccer and bringing more than most MLS teams bring attendance wise. Oh, I sure. mean, I've never been to Cincinnati, but I'm sure it's like that's the team for Cincinnati. I, I believe it's crazy. Yeah, it's it just seems like when these certain markets get tapped, and you see these crowds like this, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But you know, always in the back of my mind, I'm wondering: is that is there stability here? And I don't. I mean, we don't know the answer to that question. I mean, we could guess, say, oh yes or no, or maybe so. But you just wonder: is it? Is it the new shiny thing or is it, oh man, this is really real support and it's here for ever, you know? I mean, the old school NASL thought it was here forever and then it wasn't, 
you know, and then one day it wasn't when Pele left. It's, right. you know, it's, it's, uh, it's one of those things that I hope it stays. Right. I, you know, I hope, I hope they still keep getting those, get those big crowds. And I'm sure if they went MLS, I'm sure they would get those crowds at least for a little while. Yeah, I mean, that supporter section sold, sold out mm-hmm. all season for season tickets. I mean, it's, well, I mean, everybody's getting in the door. Those tickets are five and 10 bucks. That's, an, we could have that here in Tulsa, you know what I mean? But God, I just have, I just like to have a third of that in Tulsa. Yeah. That would be just crazy. Especially the way our attendance is now, but. Oh, sure. I mean, it, obviously it's a little bit different, you know, baseball stadium and, you know, different. Yeah. It's just the capacities. Uh, it's, it's a little bit different here. And, you know, I, I hope it gets that way someday. I hope it's like, hey, we can't play here at One Oak because, or you know, wherever, and we have to go play at, or any whoever it is plays at Chapman Stadium because that's the only place they could hold everybody. That'd be exactly. great, you know. That'd be awesome. You know, I was uh, talking with a couple of folks on on Twitter, and I was like, well, mate, what if what if Dallas would have came to town? Could we have played that match at Chapman Stadium and drawn a couple ten twenty thousand people? I mean, I don't know. I I, I would have liked to think that, but I don't know. I, I think we'll get our first taste when uh, Mr. Drogba comes to town in a few weeks. Ooh. Just uh, see how the attendance reacts to his his appearance. Should he should he play, of course? But yeah, we'll probably see a lot of Chelsea fans. <laughs> um, yeah, want- no, go ahead. Oh, people probably people who just want to catch you know a legend before he. While he's making his victory lap, you know, but mm-hmm. uh, I still think we'll see a pretty good bump in attendance for that game. You would think, yeah, and and, and yeah, I, I agree with that, and I'm, I hope that's you know maybe people will come back from that and say, oh, that was a fun time, and but over ten. Yeah, I, I imagine people from like Northwest Arkansas and you know Kansas, you know Wichita area. I'm sure people that are big Chelsea's a big following and in, in the United right. States, and I imagine people would come in from this region just to watch Drogba. Hopefully he'll play. I don't know. He may decide, oh, I don't want to play on that field, but you never know. He's a, it's, I would, I personally would like to see him play. It, as the way, a, the way that turf looked last, mm. last Tuesday, I can't blame him if he wouldn't want to play. Cause that was, uh, yeah, it's, it's something's gotta be done about that. I agree. It, uh, it, was, it was not in good shape. I think I watched a couple of players like slide two or three feet when they tried to stop on it. And it was just like, Oh my gosh, someone's going to get hurt out there. Yeah. I've, I've heard that filled that, that complaint filled by quite a few folks. I mean, it's pretty obvious if you're there, it was okay. You know, it's, it's just that grass there on the in, in on the infield or on the uh, dirt track. And yeah, there was a couple of craters and divots uh they're pretty obvious they're even early in the match so it wasn't just wear and tear it was looked like it just wasn't settled or you know maybe it's so dry we haven't had a lot of rain lately and maybe it just had not had a chance to root but it's that's that's the other thing about playing a baseball stadium it's you're going to run into that issue and, and until you know somebody comes by and gives us a check or us or another franchise or whomever they could show up now yeah that would be great <laughs> yeah just get us hey just uh hey quick trip uh if you wouldn't mind it's like that oh. it's like jacob's a uh, little drawing today on that i posted on the on the on the twitter page it had a uh, tulsa stadium right there at 15th and yale right right 
Yeah. Man. And for those pipe. that, oh, go ahead. Well, that's the pipe dream, I guess. Hey, we can dream. That's all right. They can't, they can't take that from us, right? <laughs> Not yet, at least. Not yet. <laughs> well, that was uh, something uh, of interest here, local news, and we'll kind of move on. We'll talk a little bit about athletic, Tulsa Athletic. Um, really just bad. It's like it's, it's that movie or that, that book. It's it's the, my very really bad stinking day or whatever it's the really it's 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 that i you know i was talking with the you know, texting with matt and i'm just like oh man just the news with uh the biomex uh i guess deciding that they're not going to come to tulsa at the fairgrounds area and That's oh a- yeah and then oh while that was happening uh there's already a construction company out there tearing down old driller stadium and then you had biomex renege say no we're not going to do that and now we've got a stadium that should that didn't need to be destroyed, being destroyed. Right. And you have, you know, Tulsa Athletic, which would love to be back in old drillers. I'm just telling you right now, their supporters, everyone would like to be back in old drillers. And they're tearing it down unnecessarily because they didn't solidify the contract with BMX. And anyway, you can read about it. Tulsa World's covered it. Right. Uh, I just and then on top of that, uh, Tulsa Athletic has had just some heartbreaking, heartbreaking losses. Um, you know, depending on who you ask, it's come down to some refereeing decisions that went really against Tulsa Athletic at the last minute of the match. Lost a game last minute against uh, FC Wichita twice. And then the other night against uh, Dallas City. So... Now they're setting in a peculiar position where they have to win out and then have Little Rock Rangers lose out. But unfortunately, Little Rock Rangers are playing pretty uh, well. Yeah, you know, they're playing well and they play Ozark FC. Yeah. yeah. So it's not looking good. No, and it's, it's not. I just, I just feel terrible uh, for Matt and for, uh, you know, for Sonny and those guys. And uh, it's just, it was just one thing after another, and it's almost just—I <laughs> don't—I—it's I, just a bad deal, right? I mean, uh, it's—they are kind of getting the short end of the stick. That is a raw deal. Yeah, uh, seeing something that they made their own be torn down after they were kicked out, and now whoever's not going to be there is not going to be there. I mean, <sighs> yeah, you passed all these law lo- these sales tax incentives and people voted for it and it's not going to happen. I I'm personally, I'm not a BMX guy. So maybe that's just me being biased here and saying, why on earth would that have happened? But Uh, anyway, go ahead. To me, I'd rather have a, uh, another soccer team playing in their stadium than a a BMX, BMX pipe or park. But, uh, that's just me. Um, but, I mean, it's just rough with the results on the field, too. I mean, yeah. I, I saw that they won a game, what, like 10-1, to 10-0 earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, here we go, another season of the A's, putting 8, 9, and 10 past people. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it was like uh, the rest of the NPSL just kind of caught up to them. And I'm like, uh, what the heck? <laughs> well, I th- you know, I think one thing that's – the, the shortcomings of the NPSL, just just from my perspective, you have to recruit a whole new team every single year. Absolutely. I mean, and now 
you have you know in the past it was just FC Wichita was here, then you had Joplin Demise and really yep. you know Tulsa really and then maybe at Oklahoma City there for a year or two, but for the most part Tulsa's had pretty much uh, this whole area you know to be able to get whoever they wanted and was able to get those really good players and then now you have not only those teams and then, oh yeah Ozark and you have Little Rock Rangers. But now you have Oklahoma City Energy U23 right down the road. Yes, they did win the Open Cup, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they won the Open Cup. and But, uh, you know, the thing is, is that attachment with the energy, I, I don't know, maybe that's appealing, uh, probably is appealing to certain players that are like, hey, that's, they're, they're that's affiliated true. with a pro team and maybe that's a route that, you know, in their minds, hey, we might go this route. So that... That hurts, and and, and then you, oh yeah, you have to get a fresh team every year, and I don't, I, I just you know if this division three that's been discussed the NISL or with the NASL I guess affiliation, I don't I I would love to see teams play more than you know just a couple of months. I I think that would be more people playing, more you know more guys and. And maybe you kind of get out of this recruiting mode where you have to recruit every year. A whole new team. Yeah, but at the same time, those are players' wages, right? I mean, you right. got to pay those guys. I mean, it's yeah. you got to make a living somehow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even Division Three. I mean, you might have semi. It could be semi-pro, but I, I imagine it have to be a professional league. I mean, yeah. right? I mean, that's I think in that one of the rules that it has to be professional. I believe so. Uh, USL was, I guess, old USL last. Mm-hmm. Last season, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's such a theoretical <laughs> at this point, but you know, it's it, uh, yeah, another pipe dream, I guess. Yeah, and I know a lot of Ace fans would love that Division Three status. Mm-hmm. Of course, I guess it's another step closer to Pro Rel. I mean, that's but that's a conversation from another time. I'm not going to bring that up. Uh, oh <laughs> come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh let's uh move on to the other side of the town and and talk a little bit about the Roughnecks. So, we had uh also having a little bit of a tough time right now. Yeah. Uh the month of June has not been nice to the Roughnecks to say the least. Say the least. I mean, zero, was it zero points in the month of June? I th- think that's right. Uh you said that earlier and I was like and I went to look it up to make sure I was like, was that right? I mean, I I don't dispute it. I know uh, four losses in the past five matches. I know that for a fact. Jeez, uh, let me look here. Yeah, Swope Park, San Antonio, and then Swope again. Yep. Uh, yeah, because their last match that we won against the Portland Timbers. Timbers uh, two. That was the uh, May 27th match. Correct. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. And then prior to that was the two losses on the road in California. So we're talking of the past six matches, one, one win. Last place team. Oh. Yeah. So, uh. and then on top of that, and then well, let's let's talk about that last match. Oh, great! Yes. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I don't think just just my perspective. I, I don't think Tulsa necessarily played that bad. Um, oh, it just no. it was just from my perspective, it's just not finishing the uh, the attacks right yeah we had a lot of really good hit swinging balls from one pablo Kappa. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
we had our chances, definitely. Uh, I think the only goal we got was a, a deflection. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that tells you how the night went. Of course, uh, unlucky to get beat on the counter. Mm-hmm. Um, especially the tight as the West is. That's not – we can't have a month where we score zero point. We get zero points. That mm-hmm. just can't happen. Um, looking at the schedule, it doesn't get any easier. Nope. Uh, not at all. Phoenix, away to Phoenix. Or is that away? Home to Phoenix. You got home. Yep. God, that's all the way in July 22nd. We have, well, I mean, maybe we need a break. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, well, no, no, I was thinking, like, we only played four, let's see, five matches in July. And we played, I guess that's one a week. Okay, that doesn't sound too bad. I guess that takes away those mid, well, there's one Thursday night match, but that's in L.A. Right. So, uh, so to what Matt was talking about here. So, Saturday, July 1st, we have a home match against Real Monarchs the first place team in the West. And then at Oklahoma city energy on the, on the eighth third. Yeah. 13th at that's a Thursday at LA galaxy two, who've been playing pretty well lately, unfortunately. And then uh, Phoenix rising rolls into town, the fighting DDA Drogba's, And then, Oh joy. We go to monarchs on the 31st. Uh, yeah. So, uh, none of those teams are actually in bad form. So, uh, mm-hmm. Not not a good uh, trend for us coming up. Well, I'm hoping, hoping, hoping that this will be – okay, so if you can get a mat, if you can get a result here on Saturday. Okay, so let's say uh, you get a result against the Monarchs. That is going to be huge for this team. Massive, yes. That gets your confidence back. That gets your team going back in the right direction. I know the – that's the thing. The confidence level. Once it gets you, start, you start getting some losses. It doesn't matter if you're playing for back that pass up or if you're playing for Real Madrid. You get some losses. I mean, your team's like, ah, oh, man, we're we're losing these matches, and you get that it, it hurts the ego. It hurts. It hurts, right? Definitely. Uh, maybe not so much for back that pass up since it's. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> we get here after. So we're all right. Yeah, uh, good. <laughs> Win or lose, you're gonna booze, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think that's kind of this. That's that's. I think as, as supporters, uh, I think that that's probably the uh, the motto as well. We're gonna still be here having a good time. Uh, so, monarchs. I think uh, is it. Uh, I think there's a uh, some some familiar faces on that team, if I'm not mistaken. I know Ben Haber, who played for uh, Vancouver Whitecaps, too, is uh, on the roster. A big striker there for. Uh, the the monarchs and uh, I know a mentor he was there uh, played for uh, oh, yeah. yeah played for the Roughnecks a little bit last year uh, the Fernandez a, a goalkeeper there he's uh, still on the team and uh, I know I know I'm missing oh Nick Bessler Beesler yeah yeah Nick Beesler yeah I don't know why I say Bessler uh, every time I see his last name I say Bessler but yeah Nick Beesler hey maybe uh, his brother will be here on Saturday. Uh, big- Big Brother's got a game Saturday. Oh, you already know these things. Okay, so uh, and then Orozco, he's had a pretty good good year with uh, the the Monarchs as well. (sighs) Yeah, they're loaded. They've got some nice players. Uh, Omar Holness plays for them. Um, Golly, yeah, Chase Mentor, yeah, he played Velasquez. uh, Sebastian Velasquez, he's a nice player. Scored quite a few goals for them. 
uh, is always kind of the guy who sets the table there for the Monarchs. But boy, I tell you, it's uh, it's going to get interesting. And and this team is what thirty seven points thirty. Uh, look at the uh, table here, but. Uh, oh, Chandler Hoffman's had eight goals for them. Sebastian Velasquez, six. Ben Haber, Daniel Haber. I said Ben Haber. Daniel Haber had three. Nick Beasler with three. So, man, these guys can score some goals. They've got a bunch of guys. I mean, it's there's quite a few people who score quite a bit of quite a bit of their goals there. So, uh, can't get behind on these guys, right? Guys, you, uh, you gotta stay aggressive, right? Absolutely, especially the way. Unfortunately, our defense has been playing lately. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah, Francisco Ugarte is out, too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, got the yellow card suspension. That's right. Good call on that. Um, but one, one little bit of tidbit of news today was that uh, we're getting a lone player. Roughnecks are getting a player from uh, FC Dallas. Okay, so we have Ja'Cory Hayes for FC Dallas. Midfielder will be, uh, for the Pop and Bod show, will be coming on uh, for a loan from FC Dallas to Tulsa Roughnecks. So that's uh, would help out, certainly, in the midfield. I know that's uh, been a point of emphasis uh, on, on this team. So it's good we were able to get somebody, FC Dallas, pretty close by, so they can drive up and uh, help us out in a pinch. And, you know, it's a team. We don't, we don't have a lot of depth on the squad. You know, it's, you know, we're, uh, we're not, we don't have, you know, we're not Real Madrid. So, <laughs> so we have to kind of make do with what we can, but I, you know, is it just me or do you think it's just, I mean, obviously it kind of comes down to scoring goals, but, and I think that's really what it kind of really just, just finishing those attacking, uh, attacking play, maybe getting more people in the box and it was something we did really well at the beginning of the year. And I don't know, maybe have you noticed that we just don't have as many in the box or is it just, we're just not finishing the shots. What, what do you, what's your take on that? My personal opinion is we're just not finishing our chances. Mm-hmm. I mean, a guy like Juan Kaffa is serving a man left, right, and center. I mean, but, uh, fortunately Svantison's been out of form. Uh, Thankfully, Joaquin Rivas has popped up with a couple goals, but mm-hmm. I mean, he can't do it all himself recently, you know. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then uh, Christian Mata wasn't even on the was he on the not, sub squad at all? Uh, did you notice? Not on the roster for Tuesday night's game. Kind of strange there. Okay, yeah, there's no rumors circulating, but you know, nothing. I've heard nothing official, but we'll see. Oh. We'll wait and see and see what kind of comes of that, but. Yeah, I did note. I did make. I did make a note of that. I was like, I don't believe he was on the roster. I don't think he made the trip to Dallas or uh, San Antonio either. So we'll we'll see. And if something, you know, either he's injured or maybe he just didn't make the trip for whatever reason. But we'll we'll uh, see if anything comes of that. But anyway, as it is, uh, two strikers, two strikers, uh, Pasha Kondrakin and. Um, uh, in Svantessen up at top. And of course it's a, it's a diamond. So you don't play, you play through more to your wings. So it's like, Oh, you only have two strikers. Well, really it's, you play more through your wings than you do your strikers. But as it stands right now, hopefully we get this thing turned around on Saturday at one Oak field, seven thirty kickoff. It is. And I'm sure you and the other buffoons and the roustabouts, <laughs> uh, 
will be out in full force. What about noon? Noon thirty? Is that when you guys will be out there? I'm out of town this weekend. Oh no! After the Kansas City game. Oh no! No! Hashtag support. Hashtag support local soccer. (laughs) Uh, uh, Ricky said he wants to be out there about noon. I think he's crazy. That's just Ricky, I guess. Yeah, Road Warrior Ricky for those that listen to the podcast. All right. Well, uh, anything else on your mind? Any any other soccer muse, musings that you would like to discuss? Uh, Maybe. What? <laughs> San Antonio lost. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> About time, right? Time, right? Yeah, they had a whole bunch. And actually, let's let's go if you know if you'd like to humor me and hang on for a minute. We'll go through the standings. Oh, I could talk about this all day. Roger. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, let's see here. Uh, Monarchs, again, first place. 14 played, thir- 37 points. San Antonio, with uh, like Matt alluded to, their first loss, 34 points, 15 played. So, heck, even Real Monarchs have a game in hand, and they're still ahead. That's crazy. Uh, Sacramento Republic is back in action and back in the standings. Third place, 16 played, 24 points. Swope Park Rangers, 13 played, 23 points. I think uh, Swope Park will probably make uh, that run for third place is what I'm guessing. Uh, away, Sacramento. Oh, go ahead. Away, Sacramento has been a little up and down recently. So. Yes, yes, they have. Absolutely. Yep. And they uh, were a little bit unlucky in their U.S. Open Cup match against Los Angeles Galaxy. Yeah, or the LA Galaxy 2 from 2015, basically. So, <laughs> Prefer Jameson and those guys out there scoring goals. Uh, switchbacks, uh, 16 played, 23 points. Reno, 1868, 13 played. So, they've got oh, 13 played and they're still sixth place, 21 points, even though they had a really slow start to the season. But they are in the mix right. there. Yep, not bad. Seattle Sounders 2, we've got 15 played, 20 points. In eighth place, Matt's least favorite team, Oklahoma City Energy, 14 played, 18 points. And then from there, you have uh, a bunch of other teams. So we have Rio Grande, Phoenix Rising, 17 points, Roughnecks, and Whitecaps 2 at 15. Gosh, we're tied with Whitecaps 2. Interesting. And OCSC is somewhere I did not expect them to be, 13th place. 13 points, that's a little bit of a surprise. LA Galaxy 2, 11 points through uh, 14 played. I said they were in good form. They did have that win against Rio Grande Valley. They they beat Rio Grande Valley, and then they've lost to uh, Sacramento Republic. That's uh, an interesting team this year is RGB. uh, Mm -hmm. I expected them to be way further up the table after last year's performance. Yeah, they've kind of hit a little bit of a – a snag here. They lost to the Galaxy, like I mentioned. And then, boy, they lost big to the Sacramento Republic's four-two. Uh, or I'm sorry, six-two last Wednesday. Yes, that was that game. Jeez, Louise! I did not realize they got beat that bad by them. Interesting. Well, okay. Well, let's. Uh, do you want to go through? Oh, let's see here. While we're while we're at it, do you um, have any predictions for the uh, Miami FC and the? Cincinnati FC Cincinnati match. I am on the Cincinnati bandwagon right now. So <laughs> yeah. let's go two one Cincinnati. Two one Cincinnati. Uh, All right. Oh, well, 
goalkeeper still on that uh, on his high. I'm sure. So two 0 We'll go two 0 All right, sounds good. So this weekend it's Galaxy hosting Swope Park. So that we'll see if uh, the Galaxy can. Uh, I don't know, turn it around, but that's good. That's a tough opponent, so I'm not expecting that. Reno and Phoenix Rising, that'll be a good one. That's Friday. That'll be tomorrow or today if you guys are listening to the podcast. And then we have a whole slate of matches on Saturday. I guess everybody's getting the fireworks in on Saturday. We've got Whitecaps 2 hosting Seattle 2. Let's see, Louisville City, Ottawa Fury. Uh, Obviously, Tulsa hosting Monarchs. Switchbacks hosting RGV. Sacramento Republic. Ooh, this is a good Sac Sac Republic against uh, San Antonio FC. That's the oh, yeah, that's the old, uh, 10 p.m. kickoff. So for you late for you not owls, and then we have a Monday match with Reno hosting LA Galaxy two. So big matches. Uh, I think the best the the game of the week will definitely be that Sacramento Republic and uh, San Antonio match for sure. And I'm trying. I'm just looking through the Western Con- or the Eastern Conference. Uh, oh yes, OC is hosting Portland Timbers too. Somebody's got to win that match. It'll probably be like a nil-nil draw. Watch, that'd be the worst. But oh. anyway, uh, well, Matt, how do uh, I got for folks that may uh, like to follow you and your? Uh, I don't know what concerts you go to. Sporting Kansas City chat. <laughs> what? How, how can how can folks get a hold of you on Twitter? Uh, my Twitter handle is at Matt Seltzer, or you can also follow. I do uh, the live tweeting for FC Tulsa Spirit. Ooh, yes. Ooh, we need to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, actually, last match, last uh, it was a Saturday night. I think was my my first experience at that. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, the Unfortunately, the result didn't go Tulsa's way, but uh, mm-hmm. good friends with one of the managers of the team, so he uh, he needed a guy, so I stepped in, and uh, here we are, I guess. Yeah, Tulsa uh, Spirit, for those who are listening may not be aware, that is the uh, Tulsa women's team. Uh, I, I guess it's the NWSL team, is that right? Uh, WPSL. WPSL, I'm sorry, that's right. NWSL is the like, Seattle Rams. Oh. So WPSL, yeah. they play... They're they're independent this year, is that right? They don't they're not in a conference or anything. I don't believe so. No, I'm not sure if there is a conference because I think there's only OKC FC, and then I think FC Wichita has a team, and then I believe uh, they've been kind of round robining with uh, FC Dallas and FC Dallas U23, correct? Uh, FC Dallas, I think it's U23 girls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Texas Spurs. Oh, I Texas guess. Spurs. Yep, that's the other team. Yeah, so they get, so their 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 season just wrapped up. Is that correct? Uh, our final game, our final home game, at least, is Friday night. If you're not doing anything and find yourself in Claremore, Oklahoma, coming out to Roger State Soldier Field, uh, have a good time. Probably free admission. And uh, if not, follow along on Twitter. I'll be putting you at the game. Feels like probably. Absolutely, live uh, tweets uh, from uh, from Roger State, right? Right, Soldier Field, yeah. That is Roger State, isn't it? Correct, yeah, Roger State University. Absolutely. What what time? Is it a 7 o'clock, 7.30, or is it? 7 o'clock kickoff. You said 7, right? 7 o'clock kickoff, yeah. 7 o'clock. So, folks, if you're in Tulsa, it's 4th of July weekend. Go up, Claremore, go catch you a Tulsa Spirit match, and then go to the Hard Rock afterwards and lose <laughs> you some money, right? 
It's up in that area, up in Catoosa. So on your way back, just stop by the Hard Rock, go drop you a couple hundred dollars. You're never going to see it again. And then come on back home and drink away your tears. That's that's the best way to do it right there. <laughs> a little drinky poo. <laughs> Matt, dude, I've enjoyed it, man. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, you know, we'll do this again sometime, all right? Happy to be on, Roger. Thank you so much. All right, that'll wrap up this episode of Tornado Ice Talk Podcast. Special thanks, Matt Seltzer, coming on, talk shop, shooting the breeze with me, your host, Roger Graham. Come find us, bgn.fm. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. We are all over that and more. So thank you so much for coming on, listening, giving us a listen, give us a like. I appreciate it very much. Love you. God bless. Be careful. Take care.